Welcome to episode 5 of the Champs and Chums podcast. I'm Anthony. And I'm Ashton. Father, son, fun talk on sports, life, and friendship. Coming up on episode 5, what's your 2020 vision? Father and son gaze the sports crystal ball and share what they see. Who will be crowned super for the big game? Father and son go ready, set, hut with their bold predictions. What are your favorite pizza toppings? Have a slice of what Champs and Chums is ready to serve you. And we'll head for home on episode 5 with our special segments, All Pro Go, a Did You Know Sports Spotlight, and Champs and Chums, personal salutes to our stars on and off the field. That's all coming up on episode 5 of the Champs and Chums podcast. Thanks Thanks for listening. Welcome back to episode 5 of the Champs and Chums podcast. Happy New Year to all the listeners. Ashton, Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year to you, Dad. So, uh, how's the New Year been going so far? I mean, it's a, it's a big decade. It's a new decade. Here we are. It's January of 2020. We're so pleased to be back in the co-host chair. Uh, no weather could stop us from coming up to episode 5, so we thank the Power Girls, who are back on the other side of the glass, we thank Uncle Dennis. So, Ashton, what have you been up to for the holidays, and what's in store for 2020? What I think is in store for 2020 is um, more, more, um, more working hard and su- succeeding. Well, th- yeah, I mean that, that's definitely in store. But how was your holidays? Let's start on that front first. How was how was your Christmas holidays? What were you up to? I went to Cayo Santa Maria, Cuba. A lot sunnier and warmer in Cayo Santa Maria, wasn't it? Yeah. Now, what do you tell the listeners at home as well, too? Because this might be actually uh, father-son fun talk material, but you, me, and Mom, we found 247 geckos slash lizards. Tell, tell everybody about it. So, um... We were leaving on the last day. We had 236. Oh, I stand corrected. I said 247, so 236. And then um, we found one, and I said, oh, let's do 47. 237, not 47. Okay, I stand corrected, but that seems like an Olympic sport, doesn't it? Well, listen, we're back in the studio. Uh, 2020, a new year is filled with optimism it's filled with energy filled with new opportunities new goals new predictions but father son free for all round one we're going to share with the listeners at home uh, what our 2020 sports vision is and in typical champs and chump form we're going to be doing this in our bronze silver and gold medals right ashton yes all right ashton so you take it away for your 2020 sports vision, what's your bronze medal? The, the Raptors 905 will make the G League playoffs. Really? 
The Raptors 905 will make the G League playoffs? What makes you think that? I mean, as we currently sit here today, the uh, Raptors 905, a record of 11 and 17, um, sitting out of playoff contention. And we're big fans. So we'll, big disclaimer here, everybody. We're big fans of the, the Raptors 905. But why are they? Why do you think your bold predictions are going to make the playoffs? Well, they beat, um, I think it was a second place team yesterday. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely right. They beat the Memphis Hustle. Second overall in the Western Conference, a record of 20 and 7. But I mean, we know, Ashton, that it's going to take more than one game for them to get back into this race. I mean, they need to uh, uh, continue to play hard, beat the teams in front of them, which probably is going to be about four or five teams to make a playoff spot. Why do you think they're going to, uh, to make it? Well, um,. Keep going. Yeah. We, we I mean, it's going to take great players, right? Yeah. I mean, Devin Robinson, who's uh, leading the team um, uh, with 17.6 points. Uh, but who else on the team is going to need to step up to make this work? There's two players that I think. Paul Watson and Tyler Ennis. Well, it's interesting you mentioned Paul Watson. Because as you know, Paul Watson signed a 10-day trial with the Atlanta Hawks. Um, and he's back with the Raptors 905. One of the biggest uh, triple threats, good for threes in the, in the NBA G League. And you mentioned Tyler Ennis. I think actually just as a surprise for the listeners, listen a little bit later on in this podcast, episode five, and you'll hear a little bit more about Tyler Ennis. But uh, tell the listeners at home more, how, why do you think Tyler Ennis is going to be a key for them to make the, uh, the playoffs? Well, we have seen him play and... I've saw his threes, I've saw his twos, I saw his foul shots, they're really good. Yeah, and he, I mean, he, he's a consummate leader, you know, we see him play on the court, definitely got the champs and chums personality, he's uh, he's all game, he gives it his all, and we're going to talk a little bit more about Tyler Ennis, but, well, Ashton, I hope you're right, but that's your bronze medal, Ashton's bronze medal for 2020 vision is the Raptors 905 will make the G League playoffs. Now, now time for dads. So here's my bold prediction for 2020. The Toronto Argonauts of the CFL will make the 2020 Eastern Final. How about that one, Ashton? Um, I don't know about it. Well, you remember in episode four, we talked about Mike Pinball Clemens, and I think it starts there. Now, uh, listeners at home must be thinking, geez, uh, father must be really, really optimistic because here's a club, the Toronto Argonauts, who finished with a record of four wins and 14 losses um, just out of the cellar of the Eastern Conference. But um, I gotta tell you, if there's one thing that's, uh, that's uh, true in the CFL, in only a nine-team league, it's very easy to make a transformation, and they've done that off the field. They brought in um, their new leader, Michael Clemens, along with the new general manager. They've uh, made some signings, um, new personnel that's coming over from the States. And more importantly, they have a new head coach. And Ryan Dinwiddie... That's what I was just going to say. That's right. Ryan Dinwiddie, the 45th head coach in Argos history, uh, was introduced uh, in December. 
and he has the pedigree of a winner. Only 39 years old, and uh, he's a former quarterback that played in the CFL. In fact, had uh, tons of NCAA records, but I really took some time to listen to what he had to say. So I think all of these things are the perfect recipe, and in, in the CFL, I really believe that uh, the Argonauts will have a big season, and they'll make the Eastern Final. All right, Ashton, what's your silver medal? My silver, silver medal is Vladimir Guerrero will win the American League home run title. Wow. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., all six foot two, 250 pounds, only age 20. Now, why do you think that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is going to win the home run title? That's a pretty big, bold statement you're making for 2020. Well, he um, hit some over maybe the stadium. He hit... The studio or the stadium? The stadium. Oh, okay. Good, good, good. Okay. And maybe he hit some to fans and maybe he signed the ball. Well, he definitely from a champs and shunts standpoint, we hope he does sign the ball. And we definitely hope lots get out of the park. Uh, the Rogers Center is very hitter friendly, if you will. Uh, he's definitely going to have to improve on what was a 15 home run season, uh, 69 RBIs. Uh, there's a lot of big hitters uh, in the American League, so we'll see if that happens. All right, Dad's silver medal uh, for 2020 Sports Vision. The Toronto Blue Jays will win 90 games this year. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not off my rocker. The uh, Toronto Blue Jays will win 90 games, and it's interesting I make this bold prediction because the uh, the Blue Jays, uh, you know, certainly had a... I would say a, a trying season, uh, they certainly did, but uh, here we are, uh, it's 2020 and they've made, I think, some solid moves to improve their pitching staff, um, you know, they uh, uh, they signed Ryu, the big the, the big pitcher uh, from the LA Dodgers, they signed him away, he's, he's going to anchor their pitching staff, and you know, those... Um, uh, hitters, they're just a lot more uh, seasoned. All those young players, right? For whether it be Bo Bichette, you mentioned um, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and um, you know, and, and Biggio, Kevin Biggio. So uh, lots of promise. You heard it here first. Ninety games in 2020 for the Toronto Blue Jays. Now, Ashton, your 2020 Sports Vision, your gold medal. What do you have? The Toronto Raptors. We'll no, no, are you going to say this? Yes. Oh, well, go ahead. Go the ahead. The Toronto Raptors will repeat as NBA champions. Oh, my goodness. You heard it here first, everybody. On Champs and Chums, Episode 5, uh, Son Ashton is saying that the Raptors are going to repeat as NBA champions. Now, why do you think that, Ashton? Because uh, they've won six games in a row this week. And last week, and what what from what I see is great teamwork on the floor. And um, last week, that Kyle Lowry fade three was so crazy. Everybody erupted in that arena. Well, Ashton, I don't dispute that. You know, six in a row, they're playing well in the regular season. They've shown uh, an ability to come back from large margins. Uh, you, I think it was the game against Dallas just before the Christmas holidays. But, I mean, 
you know, and Kyle Lowry making shots now, but it's all about, you know this, uh, when April comes around, it's playoff time. It's a different time. So what's what's it going to take for the Raptors to repeat? Because they, they've got big competition. Milwaukee is only getting better. I mean, Philadelphia is always going to be there in the conversation. The Boston Celtics, a championship pedigree team, they got to go through those teams. So what is it going to take? Why are they Why are they going to make this? It's going to take um, good shots and make your foul shots and make your threes and make your twos. Well, it's um, definitely going to take points and a lot more of that, a lot of hustle. But we certainly wish the Toronto Raptors all the best. We'll be talking about them as we uh, gear up for the spring and what we hope will be a long and championship run. Now, my uh, gold medal for 2020 Sports Vision, we, I will say this, Ashton, Team Canada will double their gold medal count at the 2020 Summer Olympics in Tokyo. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Now, when I say double their count, they had four gold medals in 2016. But there's some pretty good um, athletes we need to watch as we get ready for the Tokyo game that will only strengthen my bold prediction that they'll double the medal count for gold. And who are some of those uh, names, Ashton? Kylie Massey. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Kylie Massey, uh, uh, a swimmer. She's a strong, she's a championship swimmer in the 100-meter backstroke. You're right. Who else? Maggie McNeil. Maggie McNeil, that's right. Nin only 19 years old from uh, London, Ontario. She's going to compete in the 100-meter butterfly. She's got a great opportunity to do a large along with the other swimmers. And what about uh, another uh, Penny Alexiak? And, um, wait, should I say the other names too? Absolutely. we got a lot of contenders up for potential gold medals. Why, why not? Rook. Sydney Pickram on diving. We've got the women's soccer team. How about them? I mean, John Herdman no longer the coach uh, of the uh, you know of the uh, Team Canada women's team, but you know um, you know uh, maybe this is the end of the career for uh, Christine Sinclair, one of the most decorated Olympic uh, athletes, one of the the, the most decorated um, uh, female Canadian soccer player, and uh, certainly. At 36, um, we'll see if this might be her last time, but they have a chance. Then, of course, golf, right? Brooke Henderson, uh, who's done so well on the LPGA Tour, ranked number eight in the world. Uh, first major winner, won her first major at only 18. She's got a great chance. And, of course, beach volleyball as well, too, and rowing. So, And we can't forget, forget the track, track and field, because there's a, a guy that you know through another guy, Andre DeGrasse, that has a chance to win gold. And... That's right. Yeah. Okay, that sounds great. Well, Ashton, that is our 2020 uh, bold predictions. We're going to move on to father-son, free-for-all, round two. Who will be crowned super for the big game? Father, son, go ready, set, hut with their bold prediction. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, who you think is going to win the big game. Ashton? I think the KC Chiefs. Now, why do you think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win the big game? Well, on here it says versus the, the, Titan, the Titans, they won 24-35 and then... The Green Bay Packers, they won, 
The 49ers won against them 37-20. Well, you're talking about the, uh, the, um, the, the, the semifinals, that's for sort of the conference championships, and so both teams made their way uh, into the, uh, the big Super Bowl, which will be happening uh, in only a few short days. Um, and it's going to be taking place in Miami. I mean, it's basically pitting a, a great defense in San Francisco against an incredible offense led by Pat, Patrick Mahomes, uh, who's the quarterback of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. So, um, so what's your big prediction? My prediction for the football is that um, they have to work hard to make this game because San Francisco the San Francisco 49ers like you just said they have really good defense and um, the Kansas City Chiefs need to win against them well and if they do I mean uh, you know uh, long-suffering Kansas City Chiefs fans Andy Reid himself too has been to uh, I don't have the number in front of me, but how many finals? But he seems to be always the runner-up and never the champion. So in this whole spirit of champs and chums, I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. So we'll have a gentleman's bet on that, a father-son bet. We'll move on to father-son free-for-all round three. So you know what? We'll set this up by saying that um, just last week, it was National Pizza Week. And here we are talking about sports, life, and friendship. And if there's a better time to get takeout, if there's a better time to get pizza, is when the big game's going on. Right, Ashton? Yep. All right. So we are going to share with you, ladies and gentlemen, what our favorite pizza toppings are. Right, Ashton? So yep. uh, what's your bronze medal? My bronze medal is sausage. Wow. Now tell the listeners at home, why is sausage one of your bronze medal for favorite pizza topping? Well, um, I, ha- I had um, um, so- I have sausages in my hot dog, but I would like to try sausages in my pizza. Well, hold, on then. hold on a second here. Is this a little bit of an expose? So you're saying your bronze medal is sausage as a favorite pizza topping, yet you've never tried it? Yeah, I have tried bacon. Oh, okay, okay. All right, all right, I'll give you that. Okay, good stuff. Well, now it's time for Dad's bronze for favorite pizza topping. And ladies and gentlemen, it is capital M, mushrooms. Mushrooms, one of my absolute faves. I'm getting a nod. I'm getting a nod across the glass from one of the power girls there. So thank you very much for endorsing mushrooms as a bronze medal for favorite pizza. Can I say something? Every time this guy goes to Subway, he no no no. You're not going to say this, are you? Doesn't he doesn't put just a bit of green olives. He puts so much that that he's gonna eat. He's going to eat all of them in like one second. Okay. All right. Thanks for busting me on live uh, live radio here. But uh, we're going to get to that actually because that story might come up a bit. Now, what's your silver medal for favorite pizza topping? My silver medal is pepperoni. Oh, the most favorite and traditional of the traditional pizza toppings. Pepperoni. Why pepperoni, Ashton? Because I like pepperoni. And it is really good because sometimes I um, 
eat the pizza, then I eat the healthy stuff. Excuse me. Okay, we heard that on live live podcast. Uh, you must have enjoyed a lot of those pepperoni slices on your pizza just before coming on. All right, good stuff. That's your silver. Dad silver. And Ashton kind of busted me a little bit for it, but my silver medal for favorite pizza topping, capital G, make it an O, green olives. That is outstanding, green olives on a pizza. And so, Ashton, thanks for letting the listeners at home know that, yes, I do bundle them up. It's not just a small sprinkle of of green olives on my pizza, everybody. It's going to be a nice smattering of of green olives. So that's my silver medal. Ashton, gold medal for you. Favorite pizza topping. Fire away. Extra cheese. Extra cheese. Yeah, I guess that's a topping. Now, what makes extra cheese on your pizza really good? Well, um, I have tried extra cheese, and I've tried cheese, but I would prefer extra cheese more. All right. Well, that's your gold medal, so I guess you're going to uh, to town with that. Ashton's uh, favorite pizza topping, gold medal, is extra cheese. And we will end the segment by saying, Dad's gold medal... I'll follow the extra uh, theme for you, extra sauce. There's nothing better on a za, there's nothing better on a pizza pie than extra sauce. It makes it count, adds some great taste, it's delicioso. Dad. Yes, Ashton. Whenever mom goes to Domino's, you always ask for extra sauce. It is too spicy. You would burn my mouth off, and you don't, you think it's fine. <laughs> okay. Well, you live to tell the tale here in Episode 5 of the Champs and Chums podcast. But, uh, yeah, my apologies. Sometimes some of the, uh, the pizza places locally, you know, they like to add a little zip. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because Dad's gold medal for favorite pizza topping is extra sauce. Love it. Okay, Ashton, you're taking us to break on episode five. This ends our father-son free-for-all segment. More father-son talk, fun talk coming up. You're listening to the Champs and Chums podcast. Father-son fun talk. You're listening to the Champs and Chums podcast. Uh, It's episode five. Welcome back to the program. Ashton, it is now time for the All Pro Go segment, and you got a special one here, right? Because uh, I'm just going to tell the listeners, it's pool. It's not swimming pool. It is pool. We're talking Q Sports. But you got a little story about when we were away in KO Santa Maria. You were introduced to your All Pro Go segment. Tell the listeners at home. So um, I was playing pool in Cuba at the sports club. And I was playing against this French kid. He knew English, too. What was his name? Louis-Pierre. You got it. Louis-Pierre. Shout out to Louis-Pierre. We had a nice game of pool with Louis-Pierre and his and his, uh, his brother and his dad. So it was a lot of fun. His dad was there. Oh, okay. That might have been another game we played. But keep going. So I can start now? Well, actually, let me introduce you. This is our All Pro Go segment. Uh, this is a Did You Know Sports Spotlight, and Ashton is going to talk about pool. Ashton, take it away. 
Pole is a classific classification of cue sports played on a table with six pockets along the rails into which balls are de deposited. Each specific pole game has its own name. Some of the better known include eight ball, black ball, nine ball, ten ball, seven ball, straight pool, one pocket, and bank pool. A recognizable form of billiards was played outdoors in the 1340s. 1300s? 1340. Well, the 1300s, right? 1340 to be exact. Thank you very much. But really, billiards started in the 1300s? And was... Reminiscent of croquet, yes. Reminiscent of croquet. King Louis XI of France, 1461 and 1483, had the first known indoor billiard table. Louis XIV further refined a popular popularized the game, yeah. the game, and it swiftly spread among the French nobility. Well, I'll tell you, let me tell you a little bit more about all pro go uh, for pool uh, slash billiards. Billiards was the first sport to have a world championship in 1873. Did you know that the first coin-operated billiard table was patented in 1903. And you know that green felt, Ashton? That green felt that's um, on these tables? It's pretty much stayed the same for the last 400 years. Wow. And some names that some listeners who have followed pool in the past will know of. I know this one. A 1990 uh, World Nine Ball Champion, Earl Strickland. Johnny Archer in 92 and did you know Ashton that the uh, champion in world nine ball is Fedor Gorst so that's our all pro go segment it's pool and you're listening to the champs and chums podcast Welcome back to episode five, Ashton. We are at the signature part of our episode five podcast. What segment are we on now? We are on Champs and Chums. You got it, Champs and Chums. This is at the heart of what we do, listeners at home, ladies and gentlemen, those that have been listening to us through the first four episodes and those that are listening to us for the first time. This is our personal salute to stars on and off the field. So Ashton, you kick it off for your uh, champ of episode five. Take her away. Tyler Cameron, Cameron Ennis. Tyler Ennis. Wow, Tyler Ennis is your champ of episode five. Now, um, you're gonna do a little bit of a, a, a read about Tyler Ennis and mm -hmm. you're gonna tell us why he's your champ. So you take it away with the read and then we'll go from there. He was born August 24, 1994. Is a Canadian professional basketball player for the Raptors 905 of the NBA G League. He played college basketball for Syracuse University, where he was c considered one of the top freshmen in 2013 and 2014. He was drafted 18th overall by the Phoenix Suns in 20 in the 2014 NBA draft. 
And did you know that uh, Tyler Ennis was born only three days after mom? August 24th, 1994. Your mom is a little bit old, a little bit older than that, but August 21st as well, too. But yeah, Tyler, now why is Tyler Ennis your champ, Ashton? Because um, he he um, he actually has me on his um, his Facebook stories, is it, or Instagram stories? Well, he did actually was kind enough to do that, but there's must be some certain things on why you you like Tyler Ennis as your champ of episode five. I mean, how does he play the game, Ashton? How does he prepare to win? How does he prepare to compete? You see him up close and personal. Uh, what do you like about that? I like that he um, he he knows his game, and he's always ready, and he's and he's there in his arena, the Paramount Fine Food Center, to always win his game. Well, I mean, I think that's a great message about being ready. And you know, um, I was reading an article that was from a few years back, and 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 Tyler Ennis still plays uh, for Canada and proudly represents Canada. But you know what he said. Uh, there was a question was, what are you going to say to young players that want to grow and develop their basketball skills in this country? And he said, you need to believe in yourself. You need to believe in yourself and play your game in, in, in its simplest and most powerful form. That is uh, something pretty special. So shout out to Ashton's Episode 5 champ, Tyler Ennis, former First round pick in the 2014 NBA Draft. A Brampton boy as well, too. Uh, uh, that is Tyler Ennis. So here we are in the uh, podcast studio in the city of Brampton, in the fine um, uh, city of Brampton, and we're shouting out to uh, our episode five, Ashton's episode five champ, Tyler Ennis. Okay, now it's my turn. I'm going to be talking about my champ for episode five, and that is... Nick Nurse. Now, Ashton, why don't you tell uh, a little bit um, to the listeners at home uh, why you think your dad actually mentioned Nick Nurse? Well, it's your prediction. You should. Well, why do you think I picked Nick Nurse as my champ? Because he's he's um, always he he um, whenever they're losing, he has to, he has to talk to them. He has he's he has to say. Go inside the paint because it's hard in the paint, but you still got to try. Well, no doubt about that. I mean, he's a great technical coach. I mean, he has his team always well prepared. But you know, um, you know, telling and showing and coaching, uh, you know, they're they're all different things. But uh, Nick Nurse, a second year head coach of the. Uh, Toronto Raptors, um, you know, uh, he actually had a head coaching job in 2007 in, in the D-League, in the G-League as it is right now in Iowa, and he was an assistant coach, coach with the uh, Toronto Raptors. He's been well-traveled, and, um, you know, what I really like about uh, Nick Nurse is uh, he's honest. He gives honest effort, and he's a student of the game. He wants to continually get better. And you can see that. I mean, we actually saw him only just not too far from us when he went to the alumni night game. And I can see, I can feel the passion that he shows, even just watching a game. And I think that's pretty incredible uh, for 
people of all ages to see that here's someone that has made a passion of theirs, basketball, not only playing the game, um, as he did, he went to the University of Northern Iowa and he appeared in 111 games for them, but he took it to the next level. And that's kind of what he did, right, to make it a championship team. He came on with little fanfare. Nobody really knew too much about him, but he's really honest. I listened to him speak in interviews, and he gives an honest assessment. And as a leader, he has the right ingredients of what it takes to get the most out of his players and, and treat them as, as, as people and understanding the, um, the gifts that he has and others have around him. So for that, uh, Nick Nurse is my champ for episode five. Now, Ashton, what's your ch- who's your chum? My chum is Olivia Racine. Olivia Racine, wow. That's a long time chum, Olivia is, eh? So when did you first meet Olivia? I first met her on the very, very, very first day of school. Wow, that, I mean, that's going back to like, what is that? September uh, 2013, I guess. Cause you, you're right, September 2013. You met Olivia, you're only like 14 months, right? And why do you, why is Olivia your chum? Why do you like Olivia? Because I did concerts with her and um, uh, we did. That's right, you guys saw each other at the Mini Pops concert. You had a lot of fun together. You we had RMS concerts. Wow, yeah, that's right. And, and she invited you to birthday parties. And you know what's it really interesting? Uh, actually, you've invited her to every. She's came to every birthday party that you've had, and you're only seven, and you've had a birthday every year. So, what's the? I think there's a pretty good chance actually she'll be coming to your eighth birthday party too, right? Yeah. Okay. And why do you like Olivia as your chum? Because um, I think it was like far back. Um, she invited all the girls. There was only one boy. That was me. Oh, well, that, that's actually pretty special um, that you guys do have a special relationship and you may not see her as much as you used to, but we always make a point to, uh, to, to see Olivia. And so shout out to Olivia and shout out to her great parents, uh, Tina and Chris and, and Owen as well too, her brother. And um, it, it's pretty special when you have a, a relationship from geez, like when you were in diapers and such, and to see you all grow, it, it's quite an amazing thing. Um, so shout out to uh, to Olivia. All right, so it's my, my turn for my chum of episode five. And, uh, you know, we think about how close people are, and uh, this person is actually literally close to me because he's just on the other side of the glass, actually. So my chum for episode five is... Uh, Uncle Dennis. You know him as Uncle Dennis on this show, but Ansari Bacchus. Ansari uh, and I have known each other, geez, it's coming close to three decades. Uh, 1992, I believe, was the first time that we had an opportunity to uh, to meet, and um, we've had a lot of fun together, uh, whether it be watching sports, playing sports. We've been on uh, volleyball courts we've been on uh, beach volleyball courts together we've taken in big games together um so man 28 plus years 
And, uh, you know, for those of you uh, that might know him or meet him for the first time, you might think of him actually, well, actually like a great sports superstar like Kawhi Leonard. Because, you know, if you remember Kawhi, right, like he, um, you know, he's a bit soft-spoken and such, but you never question his drive and ambition. So, you know, my chum for episode five, liking him to Kawhi, and sorry, you're a fun guy, right? He's a fun guy, and that's why you're my chum uh, for all that you do. And, you know, I must say, You've been there through some real championships moments uh, for me and us and also uh, some challenges and uh, things that we had to push through and uh, it's so great to have a chum like you. Um, so that is our Champs and Chums segment uh, for episode 5 and you are listening to Father Son Fun Talk. Welcome back to Champs and Chums, episode five. And Ashton, what a show it's been. Uh, like I always ask you in the 2019 episodes we did, I'll ask you in 2020, what did you learn today? That um, hard work pays off and Uncle Dennis is a fun guy. <laughs> well, yeah, hard work does pay off. And Uncle Dennis is a fun guy, right? We need to get him actually a t-shirt or something like that, right? Maybe that'll be up for his next uh, uh, holiday gift or birthday gift. So good job on that. Well, uh, listen, we want to thank you for listening to us on episode five. This is our first one for 2020. And uh, more to come. We want to thank the Power Girls behind the glass. We want to thank uh, Uncle Dennis. We want to thank the city of Brampton, Ashton for helping us uh, deliver this, this wonderful podcast studio. And tell the listeners at home uh, how they can listen to us. Where can they subscribe? They can listen to and They can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play. Yeah, and we're also on social channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Champs and Chums. And our website, uh, you can check us out there, is Champs and Chums. Well, listen, it's been a great episode five, Ashton, signature fist bump, and you're going to say goodbye uh, to the show to our listeners. Cheers to champs, cheers to chums, and cheers to an all-star day. Thanks for listening. listening.